This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Lauren Hogan. Hello, how are you? Hello, Flamettes. Hello, Kendall. Hello, Tribble. Welcome to Laugh and Learn. This is our 23rd yes. edition. Ooh, 23rd we almost edition. at the halfway point. 
indeed. We almost at the halfway point, y'all. Come on in, Flamettes. Come on in. Y'all know what's going on in the world, what's going on in the country. But first of all, we want to welcome you guys to Laugh and Learn. Thank you guys for subscribing to Nick Smith News on uh, YouTube, Lauren Hogan, and Flame Monroe. And the Black Effect Network is now about to acquire a YouTube page. Yes, So, indeed. yay! We'll be a little bit more out there. So, y'all, it'll be easier for you guys to reach us. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Uh, Lauren, how was your week? My week was actually good. Um, it was a little busy on my other work front. Um, and, you know, I got to travel this week, officially. Where are you going? I got to go to Florida. Oh, the many pities. Yes, state. I got to go to Florida Wednesday night. I have to do an event, actually, with um, Little Kim and Trina. Whoop, whoop, pull over there. Yeah. It's too fat. So. No matter what people see, what, what, we <laughs> got it. Baby, if they don't show up, you could have got some trainees. I know some trainees that could do Little Kim and Trina real bad. Oh, I really? Could do the tra- well, I used to could do Trina. Yeah. Now I could do Tank and Trina. Oh, that might be interesting. Lauren is on her way to Florida. She's coming to get some sun. I hope she meets somebody's son, but she's coming to get some sun. It's about that time, y'all. Lauren, yeah. I'm just putting it out <laughs> there. It's about time for my baby to get her boyfriend. <laughs> Let me just say it. Um, okay. Well, well how, was, how was your week, Flame? I'm still working on you getting the boyfriend. Don't, don't be trying to deflect or distract. This ain't Trump. Oh! Oh my gosh. Not the orange. I almost man. knocked my helmet off and my uh, See, that headphones. That was karma. That was, that was definitely karma. karma. In real time. Uh, my week was good. Uh, this week coming up, Friday, I start back on the road with Tiffany. We're back on tour with Tiffany Haddish in Huntington Beach. Sunday, I will be at Traffic in Atlanta with the uh, Stasha Sanchez, Naisha Dupree, Nicole Love, Raquel Lord, and ho- co-hosting with Sophia McIntosh, as well as Monday at the Stars of the Century in Atlanta. So if you're in Atlanta, come on out to the drag shows. I'm doing a drag show. I did a drag show in almost two years. I know. I still got it. It's just slow. I was with you uh, with the last one that you did in Atlanta. I still got it. It just moved a little slower. <laughs> uh, and then Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, Tuesday, I'm taping the Queen Supreme Court with T.S. Madison. This is tentatively. And uh, Sophia McIntyre. So we want you guys to join. Oh, my God. This is going to be a show for the... This will be a show for the memories. In other words, you are very booked and very busy. I'm glad to be working. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Because we are in the middle of waiting for something. I know Nick Smith is here. We're going to bring Nick in in a minute. But we want to just get y'all... Well, acclimate y'all in. Come on in. Thank you guys for joining us here at Laugh and Learn. I want to tell you that... Um, ooh... No, I don't want to tell y'all that. I was going to tell y'all something. I can't tell y'all that. I got an announcement to make, but I got to wait until I got the email. Lauren is going to get it before me. You know, she the manager. Because I'm dying to tell y'all, but I can't tell y'all shit. Oh, yeah. No, we're not going to say nothing. Oh, girl. You ain't. See how how y'all. It was me. I want to tell it. That's how y'all. That's how acting like a See, don't make Lori go out the window and Lauren come in. We're going to keep Lori here. Bring Nick so, in, Lauren. All right. Bring our partner, Nick Smith, in. Let me tell y'all something. We are doing pretty well over at iHeart, Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. And it's only because of you all. So thank yes, you, guys. Indeed. Thank you, guys. Thank you for following me on Coffee Time. Thank you for joining me on Love Lounge, where we have the best time. Oh, my God. I be higher than God. <laughs> Hi, Nick. Hello. And you do know you have to keep flame quiet, Lauren. So every now and then, just... Why she gotta she be quiet? Why you can't just come in and be okay. pleasant? Oh, no, no. Why you can't just come in and be okay. pleasant? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Exactly. Now he got you are correct about that. The, you no, got nerve. No, because I'm here to. I'm here to I'm here to help Lauren because you were picking on Lauren about a boyfriend and all that. So now we double teaming you. I appreciate you. There that. You, go. you, ain't, got, you ain't got no significant other either. Why you bumping your child's <laughs> Now thank you very much. What is this? The single. I'm working on what it. Is this Flame, I've, been, club? I've been jumping every. Yeah. I've been. Come on, you've been doing I've been what? jumping every morning, trying to trying to leave that bread alone. I'm trying to do all the right things. You know, mm-hmm. hey, I'm I'm out there in these streets. I'm trying now. Oh, I'm trying. Not, so, Nick, don't say you for the streets. Don't COVID, do that. COVID Let's not do that. <laughs> Let me tell you something. 
<laughs> I, Nicholas, I know you're trying to reel somebody in Go because I see the I up. see the comments on when you're jumping rope. People are watching you jump rope, but not for the exercise of it all. Lord, mm-hmm. I see it when I see it, and this ain't love loud. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> How are you, Nick? How was your week? Week was good. Uh, I earlier this week because you know we're going back into the office uh, here next week or so. So um, I had to go ahead and break down and buy a car as much as I've resisted doing that. So went ahead and got a car and something simple. And I'm excited to uh, you know just be able to possibly even zip up to Chicago and see my mom. Don't be trying to downplay it. You bought a Beamer. If you don't knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> not the point you did buy a beamer though it's uh you know i'll try i'm trying to keep up with lauren um excuse me my car was purchased three years ago and it was certified pre-owned so i'm (laughs) mm -mm, i'm sorry i got it at a discount rate and so Uh, hey do they sell cars at the dollar store is my question i go buy me one from the dollar store i I can handle that Nick, what's happening? Listen, hey, listen. Where are we going? Right. We're going to let you start this lead and kick this off because it's so much going on. But the, the biggest news, is that what we started with first? Where yeah, yeah. The biggest news is all over the news. On every channel, we have missed every show that we regularly watch because we are sitting back watching it happen in real time in our lifetimes. The verdict. Uh, I'm not going to speak on it first. I'm going to let y'all go with it. I do want to say this, though, before I get started. I told y'all a few weeks ago that that judge was in on it. Okay, y'all go ahead. Uh Go ahead, Nick. I'm going to just go ahead and say this because I do think this is one where the Flame Mets are definitely going to want to chime in. So uh, if we dip on out for me to do that, I want you all to make sure that we hear from all those who continue to tune in and support us. But I understand today we did get a statement released. Um, uh, One of our reporters on the ground, uh, President Biden, is expected to deliver a statement once the jury renders a verdict in the Derek Chauvin trial. So the White House will be notified when the jury actually reaches a decision. The White House will be notified, hey, jury has reached a decision. Uh, Mr. Biden will then come out, uh, President Biden will come out and uh, make a statement. And it's no matter the outcome, we're understanding, we're reporting that uh, it will acknowledge the grief and outrage sparked by George Floyd's death um, and uh, and other unarmed black men by police that Biden is supposed to specifically talk about what he and Vice President Harris have have learned as they conducted and and, um, met with civil rights activists and members of Congressional Black Caucus over the last year. So they're really going to talk about that and, and are supposed to address the concerns of people who are out there uh, who have been fighting for justice now for the last year and a half. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm concerned. And um, Flame and I were kind of talking about this before you even came on, Nick. Like, I have to go to Florida Wednesday night. So the likelihood of me being, you know, out of state in Florida when this verdict comes down and then I have to do a whole event on Saturday, um, I'm very concerned about it, in, honestly, in all honesty, because I think that Obviously, if we don't get a a guilty verdict, the backlash is going to be much bigger in terms of whether people are going out to riot and loot. Like I saw I was watching the news last night, at least for the local news, you know, like Beverly Hills and Rodeo Drive and everything else is boarding up their businesses in preparation for this. I also saw that the Minneapolis um, school districts are actually going to remote learning as of Wednesday because they want to protect the kids Mm -hmm. and that way they're not Mm -hmm. in school. So I'm very concerned what the outcome is. I think that if we do get the guilty verdict, I think it's going to be less. I still think that there's going to be something, um, but maybe we'll be on more of the the peaceful side, at least maybe on our end. But I'm very concerned. I, I really am. I just hope that um, everybody stays safe and nobody, you know, gets hurt. 
So yeah, well, you Lauren, you'll be traveling. You're there for work. Make sure you take the time you need for you too, because I know that you always step in as a professional first. And I think that I want you to know that you are allowed to have a moment for yourself too, and to make sure you take care of you while you're out there, because you won't be with your family. Listen, you know the, what I'm doing the next day after I land. I am going to saw. That's why I hope that the verdict's not out yet, because I'm gonna go to Sawgrass. For those of you that don't know, Sawgrass is like the outlets. Like if you're in California, you go to Palm Springs to the outlets. Sawgrass is the outlets. So I need to go do some retail therapy. That's my plan. So I'm like, can the verdict come down after I get back? So y'all don't ruin my plans, because I was taking some me time. I got like a massage planned. Mm-hmm. I was gonna do some things nice. for me you know what i mean so she's gonna get Good. some sun i hope he got a name uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen anyway. to me auntie who so this is how i feel i feel that the judge isn't on it i feel like the pro the de- defense attorney while i was watching it this morning is so hell-bent on trying to push that the bystanders who were videotaping it uh, he's trying to make it like it was their fault that this fool killed this man because there is no way around it ain't no he had his he killed this man there is no other word to say but he murdered this man in our face and they and then wouldn't take the stand. that is the law that i would like to have changed lauren for them if you commit the crime and we have to watch this every day because we all have to watch this over and over and over because they show it every fucking day then you should have to take the stand to explain yourself i don't care who you are oj oj took the stand and we knew that nigga <laughs> i'm talking to the black folks we knew if i he wrote a book said if in very small print and then they put i did it i'm telling you right now please pay attention I expect a guilty verdict, but I'm bracing myself because I know what country we live in and I know the social climate. I watched Chris Cuomo last night. I think he watches Coffee Time because he's still all of my lines. And he said last night on CNN that things are not going to change until white kids start dying. I, I'm not promoting violence, but the song Strange Fruit from Billie Holiday into the trees in the, in the strange fruit, until that fruit changes into another color that's hanging from them trees, we will not even get that law passed. What's the law, Lauren? Oh, the Emmett Till anti-lynching Yes, uh, anti-lynching. It's been more than 200 years, and that law has not been signed. That bill still has not been signed in favor of black people being hung. I'm telling you right now, this is a modern-day, what does they call it, Willie Lynch? Is it Willie Lynch? Modern-day lynching. Modern-day lynching, and I'm telling y'all, brace yourselves for this verdict. I'm hoping it it should be a no-brainer. They should go to the room. Ten minutes, they should come back with a verdict. But that's not how it's going to play out. Just brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. Brace yourselves. That's all I can say. So I will say this. On the, did I want Derek Chauvin to get on the stand? Absolutely. Do mm-hmm. I think he's a punk that he didn't? Yes. Is Was it in his best interest not to? Absolutely. Because as of, as of what we know so far, he has 17 other incidents of him using excessive force on his jacket already. And that's just what we know of. So how many more there really are, we we obviously don't know that. So I think that by him not getting up on the stand was him protecting himself because he would have been open for the prosecution to really go after him for all of these other 17 Ooh, incidents. Don't give me out too much. Blue. However, at the same time, though, Flame, I am going to have to disagree with you. Come on with it. Because if we take away the defendant's rights to be able to, you know, have the op- have the option rather to testify on their behalf or not, I feel like we're going to fall into a system of being presumed guilty and not being presumed innocent until proven guilty um there are other you know countries have other systems like that and it's going to be very biased you know because if we do it with this and we apply that across the board we know that the 
it's not going to be in our favor. I, I understand what you're so, saying, but too many guilty ones are getting away with it by not taking the stand. I agree. Because when they don't take the stand, they can't get cornered. See, right. they're cowards at that moment when they commit the deed, but then when it's time to be questioned about it. Back to the whole Frankenstein effect. We create monsters, but then we don't want to face the monsters that we created. Yeah. This whole, all of this is happening because Derek Chauvin decided that he wanted to kill George Floyd. I said it just like how I saw it. He decided in his head that I'm going to kill this man and he yeah. did and we watched it and they are coming up with every excuse they sound like a nigga on his way to jail they got every excuse in the world the exhaust pipe then the people videotaping then the people talking and then he he was taking drugs and he all of that none of this would have transpired if you would not have murdered this man in our face in real time for 9 minutes and 29 seconds and then when they put that dumb ass supposedly doctor whatever he was on the stand last week talking about oh uh, he was in no pain it's a tactic that nigga should have laid on the courtroom floor and let Derek Chauvin put his knee on his neck with his hand in his pocket with all his full weight for nine and twisting and moving and handcuffed for nine minutes and 29 seconds and then tell me after you know when he did and we was having his funeral uh, I would have walked right up to the dead body and said oh it didn't hurt hmm okay Go I'm ahead, t- Nick. What, what are your thoughts? Because <laughs> I'm hot. I'm, I'm not, hot. I'm not touching Woo, that. I'm hot. Me? No, but but Lord, I agree with you. I think uh, it is a slippery slope. I, you know, I definitely understand him. You know, invoking his Fifth Amendment right not to self-incriminate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I want to believe that the video that we all saw repeatedly and we continue to see. I was just Flame and I were talking this morning. I said, Flame, I don't know why I'm still getting emotional about something that happened last year. Why is it still? Because you see it every day. Because it's inhumane. And you see it every day. And so I'm like, you know, I I said, Flame, we've got to have, we've got to have this. And then you and I've talked about this too, Flame, off camera. What does closure really mean? What does that mean? You know, Uh, because I'm not convinced, Lauren, and I I so don't want to sound this way. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. You all know that. But I'm not convinced this is the last time we're going to see a situation like this. I'd like to believe everyone has learned, but I'm not convinced that, um, not even a month from now. And I'm not putting it out there. And I, I want to be very careful and responsible with what I'm saying. I just don't know that behaviors of those who have the ability to um, invoke power and exert authority over others has been tempered to the point where that respect somehow from this trial has, uh, has changed and altered their behavior. I fear for men and women who look like me who still have to move uh, about in situations with um, law enforcement individuals who may not have the level of respect they deserve. Well, that, that's, that's I think it. that's, but I mean, to say that though, that nothing's really changed, I think that that's accurate because we look at, in the midst of this trial, we've had Dante Wright being shot by the police. We Adam. just had Adam Toledo, mm-hmm. 13-year-old boy, 13 being shot by old, police. Jesus. And these are just incidents that are making the news. How many more people are people of color being killed by the police that, right. that are not even making the news? You know what I mean? So yeah. I think for you to say that, Nick, is it makes a lot of sense, one. Because what does the reform look like? You know, I read something the other day that says that the Chicago Police Department gets $5 million a day in funding. $5 million a day in funding. So if you do $5 million times 365 days a year, that's their budget. Plain and simple. Right. And we just have the incident of Adam Toledo uh, being shot by the police, shot and murdered by the police. So... To Flame's point, you hit them in your pocket. The police department does not need that much money. What are you using for that? Oh, you're taking, um, for instance, Kim Potter. I know we're going to talk about this later on down the show, but you're taking our taxpayer dollars because that's what that is, and you're building fortresses around cop killers' houses now? That's what we're doing? Hmm. Hmm. 
So anyway. can I, can I, and I can, you brought up Adam Toledo. This don't sound a little jacked up, y'all. But I don't don't take it how I'm saying it. But hear me hear me deeply because I might not say it correctly because I'm you know I didn't go to college. But I'm telling you how I feel as a parent, as a person, as a human. Dear, to Adam Toledo was killed, and I know that they're killing black. We know that they're killing blacks, but we have said this on this show before. Once they're done with us, they're going to move on. They was they was beating up the Asians. Now they didn't kill the 13 year old Latino boy. I'm telling you, black and brown and other and minorities, we need to band together, all together to stand up for ourselves. Because I'm telling you, when they have discarded us and got rid of enough of us, they're going to move on to you because what they want. And when I say they, I don't mean white folks. I mean people in power who want power. They want all the power. And it ain't just white folks. It really is not just white folks. They just happen to be the ones that with the faces that we see in power. I'm saddened that they killed this 13-year-old baby. I saw his mother. I felt her pain. But at least it wasn't one of us. And it, it, and I'm not saying that in the disregard that it was a, a Latino boy. But now you all see that it's spilling over to you all. And then it's going to spill over to another nationality. And then it's going to spill over to another. Unless we stand together in unity to stop this shit. Because it's not going to stop unless we stop it. I said that the other day on la- on Coffee Time. We have to stop this. We can't depend on the police. The police are not working for us. They had a whole article out today that all these ex-military was part of the, oh, what is it called? The Oath Keepers. Yeah, the Oath Keepers. About that and they all signed into the day and they left the military to join the police force and brought the racism and the murder and the hate and the crime with them. Fuck the police. Well, I said what I said. <laughs> well, I, I think that's true, too, in terms of I feel like what NWA. we're seeing. <laughs> I feel like that is true, too, in terms of what we saw from Eric Nelson today with the Derek Chauvin trial, because there were some things that he said that really stood out to me. For instance, um, we were talking about this a little before we got on live. Um, Eric Nelson said, you know, just because um, a suspect isn't shooting at you or kicking you or punching you or, you know, lunging at you doesn't mean that excessive force isn't still needed. So then how do we define what excessive force is? Because if you're not seeing an imminent threat, that's that's the common knowledge is that if there's an imminent threat, then maybe you need to use excessive force to protect yourself because you're in imminent danger. But if there's no imminent danger, but you're still under the auspices of, oh, well, I can still use excessive force. That's part of the elitist problem in the police department, because oftentimes the police, I feel like police forget that they actually work for us. Like we pay you guys, like you're paid to protect and serve us. If you're not doing your job, then you shouldn't be getting paid. And like what I said before, Flame has said, hit them in their pockets. But throughout the entire process of the defense, just trying to provide their argument today, one, Eric Nelson wasn't making a lot of sense and it started to make my head hurt. And after a while, I realized what he was saying made no sense. And I shouldn't try and rationalize that because I would just be me going crazy but i just think in a lot of ways that his argument and his testimony on behalf of his client was really showing the elitist attitude that the police department really has and what needs to be changed <laughs> i do think lauren that there has been a um a, a deity complex for a while now with members of law enforcement i do believe that we are in a moment of reckoning i think that a lot of people are questioning earlier this week i told flame i said flame did you see uh pat roberts and we were like, what was that? We grew up watching the 700 Club. And I don't know that the 700 Club was necessarily um, compassionate about African-American issues that I remember. When I sit there and I watch this former presidential candidate have this whole conversation about how we've got to stop killing black men and boys. And how do you confuse a handgun with the taser? I'm like, maybe things really have started that people are normal people 
are sitting back saying, you know what, this is a little, whoa, we, things have gotten out of hand here. We've got to change something. Something has got to change. Anytime we can have a situation, and I go back to George Floyd, that we can sit there and watch this guy. He, it's, I told Flame, I said, Flame, it just seems like to me he was completely indifferent to the fact that people were yelling at him, get off of his neck. It was like he either zoned out, wasn't there, wasn't hearing it, didn't he had care. His mind made it was up. Just like, he, he didn't zone out. He had his mind made up. I, yeah, I think it was, like I said, that elitist attitude because he's gotten away with it at least 17 times before. Hmm. I don't think he thought Which anything. Which is why you didn't go on that stand. Exactly. I, that's why I don't think that there was any yeah. difference in yeah. him putting his knee on George Floyd's neck because he's like, I, I've done this <laughs> a myriad of other times and nothing's ever happened to me, so why should this time be and any different? And to the whole Pat Roberts incident, yeah, and as much as I appreciate him coming in at 97 years old to finally see us, let me say <laughs> right. what the fuck I said. It's the same way as... Um, Megan McCain's daddy, you know, for years he blocked black stuff. He blocked Martin Luther King becoming a national holiday. He was one of the last people to sign on. John McCain, may he rest in peace, but he was one of the last people to sign on to make Martin Luther King a national holiday in Arizona. He also was part of the top eight in the 80s that stripped a lot of people, white folks. They lost their homes. They lost their bank accounts. He was a part of that. So at, at, at the 11th hour that they did find God, thank God for Jesus, that they made a statement and he came out his deathbed to dispute Trump, even though Trump has been disrespecting him the entire time. Um, that's kind of like it's a little late. You know what I mean? It's when when you had I hear you, but Flame, you know the whole idea. You know the whole idea. You you know because you're a Christian. No, I'm not. Never Christians, no, Jesus. I'm not. Oh, I'm, no, I am not a Christian. I love the Lord, but I don't want to be. I don't want to be affiliated with Christians. Christians kill everybody. Flame. <laughs> Uh, Lauren, help. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm definitely dodging that I can't exactly disagree with that. Y'all know I'm a spiritual person. That's why I got quiet because I was like, <laughs> kind of agree with her. Me and God got um, our own thing. We like me and Mrs. Jones. We got a love <laughs> thing going on. Shit. But I mean, to that point, though, with Pat Roberts, though, I even saw uh, a news report about uh, John Bonner. All of a sudden, he's a you know yeah. former congressman is coming yeah. out and saying that the GOP is corrupt and all, he's trying to bring all these to the uh, things to the forefront of how corrupt the GOP is and different things. I think we're going to start seeing a lot of this because we've said it. People don't want to be on the wrong side of history. People are seeing more and more that that, that white supremacy side ain't the best side to be on mm -hmm. these days. So that right. and the cancel culture. The cancel yeah. culture is they is fucking with a pocket. See, understand that the cancel culture is fucked up to me, but they got the right idea because when they cancel you they stop your money this is all we're talking about right. hit them in the pockets they'll fix it right yeah. the cancel culture is canceling uh, i know they're waiting to get me but y'all can come on because i ain't scared <laughs> because we're talking about mcconnell and how he flip-flop on the donations mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. companies need to stay out of who gets money oh wait a minute i didn't mean when you all don't hold hold up i meant what i was trying to say was yeah corporations should stay out of politics because pepsi and uh Home Depot and the others had weighed in on the voting situation in Georgia. And he's like, oh, companies need to stay out of politics. They have no place in but politics. But still give us money, oh, though. But we've been donating. But we got a campaign. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. But to that oh, point, wow. though, that Lord. reminds me, I do want to give a good shout out to Will Smith. I don't know if you guys saw that, but he was filming a movie in Georgia and he completely shut down production and took the film out yep. due to Brian Kemp passing that um new Jim Crow bill. Yeah. So great shot. I know a lot of people lost so, their jobs, but it was sometimes what's the lesser of two evils. So shout out to him. As we as we put a, as we put a button on Derek Chauvin flame, what is it that you really uh, want people to do? Because you were talking about Nick, just stay home that day if you can. Oh, what, I'm, I'm, I'm traveling. I'm hoping to be home when the decision is made because I need to be home close with my children and close to my jewelry. 
<laughs> and I ain't talking about these earrings because I don't know what's going to pop off. But I, I am, I am prepared. Let me say that I am prepared. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm gonna go stock up on food because. I don't think that it should take two or three weeks, but they might drag it out because of fear of what might happen in this country. I think that this country is already a powder keg waiting to explode, and this might just be the light for the fuse, honestly. This decision, either way, too, because understand, as much as we want him to be found guilty, so many people want him to be found innocent to say that they won and we lost. It, this is not about he was guilty or innocent. This is about... We won, and it's still going our way, and y'all are losing. That's how I see it. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is something that, you know, Flame brought up. You, uh, she was watching a documentary called, like, The United States versus the KKK. Mm-hmm. This is going to be on a lighter note before we, you know, segue. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> right. you know, just so you've got, you know, two different things. But um, Flame was watching a documentary called The United States versus KKK. And it was surrounded around um, an individual named um, Beulah May. If I'm not mistaken, right? Beulah May. What's her last name, Nicholas? Beulah May Donald. Beulah May Donald. 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 Um, her son mm-hmm. was actually murdered by the KKK. He was lynched uh, for no reason, similar to what we were talking about with the anti-lynching bill and the reason why it came about. What year? What year, Lauren? 81. 1981. So <laughs> In it was Alabama. very recent. It was very recent. 
Um, but her son was actually lynched. She took the KKK to the uh, to Supreme Court, and she actually won her case for her son being murdered. So, um, let me tell you about that case. She won. She did when she was just a small little black lady. They gave her death threats. They tried to kill her. Her whole. They threatened to kill this woman and her whole family. She just wanted justice because they they murdered her son. So the two boys, the two white boys that went out to do it were young. They were 19, 20 young. And they just said, we're going out and kill somebody black. So they called the young man to the car, put a gun to his head and told him to ask for directions. Then we came to the car to give them directions. Us being, you know, just being cordial, being what we do. Hey, can you give me directions? He went, they put a gun to his head, told him to get in. They killed him. They weren't even going to charge him with capital murder. The only reason they charged him with capital murder was because he had $1 in his wallet and they stole his $1. They stole his, his $1 was more significant than his life in, in the courts and as back then in 81. But to be fair, the judge back then who was happened to be very, very Caucasian, they, they sent us those boys uh, to life without parole, but the judge said no, and he sentenced them to the death penalty. So hats off to that judge. So, and as much as we want to say it's racist, racist, ra it is racism in this country, and it will probably be racism forever until God just blow this country up and get rid of everybody. We all got to start over. But it will probably be racism forever. But there are good people, and the difference is you know right from wrong. Here's my problem. You know right from wrong. I don't care what color you are. You know right from wrong. You know when you're doing wrong. You know you can't fucking kill nobody because of their skin color. See, Chris Cuomo wasn't all the way wrong. He said it, ta not tactfully, he said it bold too. Until they kids start dying, shit ain't going to change. And I'm not promoting violence, but goddamn it, something got to change, period. Something has to change. Well, I mean, and Something I told Flame to this change. too, is that, and actually, I mean, this isn't really a lighter note. It was just more of, we're getting some justice. It's a good justice story. But um, I found it interesting too, that this case was in Alabama because just five years later, um, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Just Mercy, but it is based on a true story. There was a whole nother case where a black man was unjustly being accused of murdering this white woman. It wasn't true. He was absolutely innocent. The whole he had witnesses and everything else. But again, the court system was stacked against him that he had him on death row for as soon as as soon as he was arrested, he was automatically put on death row without a trial, without anything like that, because he couldn't afford it. So I was in I was surprised to hear this case that happened in Alabama. But I was happy to hear that this mother was able to get justice for her son. So she fell so back. That is Lauren. Help me here, because I forget his name. Brian. Who is that? Brian, the one who's part of the. Yeah, you know. I know him, who you're uh, talking about. But I can't he, think of his last he's name. He's amazing. That, but he. That's what they do. Is they. He literally gathers law students who are uh, still working their way through, and they 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 take these cases for nothing. Yep. Um, I met uh, just a complete side note. I met Barry Sheck, who was part of O.J. Simpson's defense team, um, back when I was a reporter back in Rhode Island. And I remember I'm like, wow, why is he doing this? He, so he was part of uh, the Justice Project. That that's what he he said. The OJ case affected him so much that he would dedicate his life and his money to getting people who had been wrongly convicted out of jail. That he completely went from you know this defense attorney to uh, for profit to uh, defending people who were indigent in most cases. You know, and it was just uh, he felt he needed to somehow connect and clean uh -huh. himself. Or something I am now. Kim Joy and the yeah. shit out of y'all today. All the trolls, the trolls is out. The trolls, I thank you for watching and subscribing. Please like, share, and subscribe to Nick Smith News, Lauren Hogan, <laughs> or Flame Monroe. Because, bitch, I'm blocking you left and right, bitch. I'm like a road sign, bitch. Shoot. Block. Flame's beating me today on the block. <laughs> um, but no, thank you for everybody in the comments. His name is Brian Stevenson, and he has the, it's the Equal Justice Project. Thank you. The Equal Justice Project yeah, that okay. he started. So. All right. 
like I said, it's just it's very interesting to hear these, you know, different cases in in the same state. So, but yeah. Yep. Can yeah, I absolutely. can I just publicly yeah. say that if this verdict comes out to be not in our favor, if you guys decide, and I know everybody will be hostile, angry, upset, please don't tear up your own neighborhoods. Please don't destroy. Let me under, make you, let me make you understand that there are so many elderly and disabled and incapacitated people in poor neighborhoods, and where they have one grocery store that everybody has. To, if you burn down the grocery stores, if you burn burn down the markets, that's community, that's neighborhood. People don't have cars. Lifts are outrageous. A rental car is like a fucking thousand dollars now for two days. You are you're destroying your own community. The older people, the people who are mentally challenged or incapacitated, who can't get to the store, they won't be able to get to get their medication or their food. Stop tearing up your own shit. Stop tearing up your own neighborhoods. I don't even see the logic in that. They're not going to you, you all this hostility and all this anger and bitterness. Take it somewhere else. <laughs> now, I ain't saying what the... But take, take it out take your it. neighborhood. <laughs> Just take it out your neighborhood. Take it out your neighborhood. Blame my absolutely... I absolutely love that you said that. I um, because I think that we forget about there are older people like use those bus stops who maybe need the. There's a um, uh, one of the girls, Lauren. You remember after the last demonstration, uh, the one sister who stood out there says, "Stop doing this because those the the signs that you're tearing down are for those who need to be able to plug up because they they're uh housing insecure. Mm-hmm. They need that outlet mm-hmm. to charge their phone. Stop doing that and and yeah. So definitely, Flame. Thank you for that. Absolutely. It is it is yep. is uncanny that y'all don't think about the elderly or think about the impaired or the sick because they live in the same neighborhood as you and you see them all the time. It's not like you don't see these people, but you don't consider their feelings when you are. And we all going to be in a rage. If this thing comes out to be not guilty, we all going to be in an uproar. I just want to be in a place safe with my children because it's going to be a lot. I think it's going to be a lot. Well, I think that's part of it, too. But (laughs) along the lines of don't destroy your own shit, because if y'all destroy your grocery store, where y'all going to go to? Like, let's just be smart about this, people. so we hit the United States versus KKK. One more cop thing I want to touch on to bring it to a lighter note, uh, because we're talking about cops doing the right thing, like Carrie Allhorn. We got to change, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Carrie Allhorn, for those who may or may not remember, she uh, won her lawsuit. Uh, Miss Horn was uh, fired in 2006 for an incident in which she tried to stop an officer from using a chokehold on a handcuffed suspect. Um, Horn served on the Buffalo Police Department for 19 of the 20 years mm. required to receive a pension. So they fired her before she could qualify for her pension. And she's been fighting for that. And, and sure enough, she took it all the way uh, to the top and she won. She came out on top. What's scary about that? What's the best thing about that? What's scary about that is thank you to Carrie O'Horn for sticking to her guns. Thank you for, you know, and there are so many good cops. I just said fuck the police, but I wasn't talking about all the police. I seen some of the comments. I was talking about the bad police. What you bad, what you don't understand that what the bad police do to the good police is the good police see the bad police making all these mistakes doing all this wrong but if if it's me against a whole force that can destroy me i'm terrified i don't want to change my livelihood i don't want to change where my kids go to school i don't i don't want to say one bad apple well it don't spoil the whole bunch but it damn sure will fuck up 12 13 14 of the apples in the bunch let me be honest because what i'm saying is that my kids are in college okay so say i'm working with a partner and i see him molest a woman i see him steal from people i've seen him rob the dope dealers on the street he may not rest 
person, but he take their drugs, he take their money. If I report him, then I turned against the shield because that's what seems to be most important is the shield more so than the person or the people that they're doing wrong. And then they, they all against me. I'm put in situations where they're not covering my back in a situation or I'm getting terrorized at home or we have I have to quit my job as a police and go get a job working at McDonald's. But we live in a certain way. I don't want to change my lifestyle because I decided to do the right thing. I know that integrity should speak over that, but so many people are afraid of the backlash of speaking up. The whistleblowers are saying, I'm, hey, this ain't right. And you, if you try to tell that one person, but then he goes and tell the sergeant, then the sergeant calls you in and say, hey, you're not a team player. Yeah, this nigga foul. I'm a team player, but this nigga raping kids and doing all kind of shit. You know, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. So I get that part with the good cops, but the bad cops fucking it up for everybody. And the killers are really doing it. The killers are doing it worse than everybody. George Floyd, uh, Amber Geiger. What's the new bitch name? Potter. Yeah, mm -hmm. Potter. That bitch. <laughs> I, she didn't mean, she's a sorry. She ain't sorry. That bitch meant to shoot that boy. I said, tell the bitch to call me. She meant to, do she meant to kill him? I don't know. But she meant to shoot him. Well, on that note, uh -huh. I think we can bring in some flamets. Bring them on. Hi, Bobby. How are you? <laughs> Bobby, you look very refreshed today. Hello, yes. this is Bobby Clipper. I'm her $10 whore. She's my $10 pimp. I just need y'all to know that. Love her. I love her. <laughs> Okay, so Bobby, you know, it's always good yep. to bring you in from your perspective because you know this channel is very uh, African-American mostly, but I we love you here. First of all, let me tell y'all, if y'all don't know who Bobby Clifford is, she has not missed her calling because I'm going to get her ass on somebody's stage. She's absolutely hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> she's absolutely her. She's not a stand-up comedian. She's a sit-down comedian. <laughs> but like, I don't move much comedian. But she is absolutely... <laughs> So, Bobby, from your perspective, when I say from your perspective, I'm speaking to you as for, as a Caucasian woman, and you're watching this case. Okay. You, you're, you're also yeah. an American. What do you think? And please, and, well, I ain't going to tell you that. You're always honest and genuine with us. What do you think, Bobby, as a white woman on outside looking at all this foolishness? For the for the Chauvin case yes. specifically? Yes. Okay, for that, I think he's going to be found guilty. I don't, I don't, I mean, I was watching, the, I'm looking at the TV, so that's why I'm looking over to that direction. They have been going over the closing arguments. I thought the um, I thought the prosecution did a good job. The defense was I, I only watched the first half, then I got frustrated. They're trying to to almost backpedal. They're trying to change what we're seeing. They're giving us little snippets from a different angle, but they're not showing the whole clip. They're yeah. just showing little bits. Um, and he spent a long time on, um, you know, innocent until proven guilty. And let's be sure he even had some stupid half-assed uh, comment about, um, you know, he's not, they're not uh, extraterrestrial people, you know, like, you know, that, that would be one type of way to go is if it was a frivolous suit versus a this versus, I thought, how weak is your case that you're spending so much time you know, explaining what the different uh, first degree, second degree, after they already did that, and the judge already did that. Um, I, I'm nervous about the sentence. I think that's where we're gonna, where you're gonna have people that aren't gonna be satisfied. Mm -hmm. um, I just don't think you're gonna be satisfied no matter what. Even if he got life in prison, I don't think for some people, because it's so heinous, people well, are gonna be happy. Well, for, <laughs> go ahead, Bob. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I just this is such a horrible time in history for all of us. Yeah. Um, as Flame knows, I mean, I haven't even had the TV on for almost two weeks because I just can't, I can't take one more thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so devastating. So, um, I'm a little nervous. I think that the, the, um, advice that you guys are giving is very, um, is good, you know, stay home, 
get everything that you need for when this does come, everybody lay low. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, I don't think you're going to have happy people. I think we're going to see we're going to see a lot more misery for this. Well, I think what's going to be the the next hurdle that we're going to have to get over is the appeals process. Because to Flame's point, I don't think. Well, I do think that the judge is very biased in this situation, and mm-hmm. I would be curious to see any kind of sentence that he lays down for Derek Chauvin. However, the appeals process tends to work in the defendant's favor it just does like we brought up amber geiger there's different situations where yes you may get sentenced but you go through an appeals process and all of a sudden you're out on probation and you don't have to serve any jail time so i think that's going to be the next hurdle that's going to cause a bit of the unrest is depending on how the sentencing goes and then what the appeals process looks like and then we actually have a concrete view okay this is what Derek chauvin has to either time served or this is his sentence Big oh my fear. God, time served. Don't big even fear. throw that out there. Right. Big, big fear, though. If they give us one, they're going to want 10. Big fear. If they give us one. But we already have. They already got 10. It don't matter. We already got them in the queue. Yeah, but if we get this one, if we get this one, they're going to want 10 more. And not even including the ones that's already up, like the, the Potter and the guy, who's the officer who killed the young boy in Chicago. I don't even know the officer's name. Mm-hmm. But they're going to want 10. That's my fear. And what is satisfaction? What is enough for us? I'm talking to the black folks. So if he gets 20 years, yeah, is that enough? If he yeah. gets 50 years, if he gets one year? Uh, with, with what you said, Bobby, what what will make us satisfied? And on the other side, Bobby, because you're a white woman watching, I'm speaking to you mm-hmm. now, not as a black person. What, mm-hmm. what, what are your people saying? Because I know you have friends that are Caucasian that look like you but not, may not think like you. Do they want Chauvin to get off or do they honestly see what really happened? Because a lot of people see what they want to see, not see what really no, happened. I, I, I think they see, I mean, this is so obvious. As we've said, this is like a black and white. There's no way other other way to look at it. I mean, we're not the defense slicing and dicing the film. You know, we all saw the snippet. And I keep saying to you, 20 bucks. Who cares? It was for $20. Like, I don't understand why the force was used at all. This isn't somebody who murdered somebody inside of the of the store, came out and sat in his car, you know, and for $20. So I'm, my people, the ones that I've discussed it with, because I'm very careful about who I speak to about things that are, you know, uh, political, because um, sometimes family, you know, they're around forever, so it's hard to get rid of them. <laughs> um, th- everybody I see is, we're all on the same page. Yeah, because we're that's why I always page. say more people. We are so much more alike than we are different. And you know, right from wrong. People know. I don't care what color you are or what you would fuck identify I, I, as. You know, right from wrong because you know. I identify as this. You know the difference between right and wrong. You might know the difference between a penis and a vagina, but you damn sure know the difference between right and wrong. <laughs> you know they be saying well, how they you identify. Know, you do. I mean, if you were <laughs> if you were taught well, you know, and you weren't someone who was forced as a little kid to be a survivor and don't, you know don't know right and wrong, but. Um, I'll be interested to see what happens with the Potter case as well, because, uh, you know, another take I had on that case was when she was yelling taser, taser, taser. So I was an EMT in a past life. And whenever we defibrillated somebody, you'd yell clear, right? So everybody's off and touching on not near mm-hmm, the body. Mm-hmm. Right. And I almost thought of taser, taser, taser to her two cop friends. So they get away from him and they mm. don't get shot. That's very interesting, Bobby, because if he was touched, that's a good point, because if the other officers were touching Dante at the time that she they discharged her tased, they would have been tased, too. So it's right. very interesting that 
nobody moved. They kept leaning towards her. And then that also goes to the negligence on her part even more so because you're the senior officer right. on scene and you're tasing oh, people and you're endangering your other officers. So that's a very good point, Bobby. You know, Bobby, we <laughs> respect you over here and we appreciate you because I'm telling you, Sometimes we want to know, you know, what the other side is thinking. And I'm, it's not like we're on different sides, but you are a different nationality, you're a different culture, but we right. just, we, we mesh. That's why I tell you, we can coexist together, Bobby. We, me and you, Bobby, you're one of my best friends. If you didn't give me $10 every day, you would still be my girlfriend. See? <laughs> But yeah, I, I, but our conversation, <laughs> our conversation just flows because we're talking about what's happening to Americans. Because whatever skin color we identify as, we still are That's Americans how in I all identify. this. Yeah. Yeah. So that here's another thing that I'm privileged uh, my, myself today. I never think of my color as white. Like I never think of my color. I first identify as an American because I'm not forced to have to think. You know to think of color. So yes, uh, as Americans, I think we we totally mesh. Mm. If I that could, made any I could, sense to you. I could be your neighbor, Bobby. I want. I, plus, I want to learn that Boston accent anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't think we have accents because we were here first. We think no. you all have the accent. Oh. <laughs> no, you guys definitely have an accent. Right? But, no, but I, I agree with that thinking, though, uh, Bobby, because I, I had randomly watched a video of this little boy, and his parent was asking him, like, what color are you? And he was like, oh, I'm peach. And then he was like, you know, well, what color is, you know, this friend? And he was, you know, black. And he was just like, oh, he's brown. You know, so it goes to we are a, a, a bit of a rainbow coalition in terms of who we are. Um, right. But I think that is a beautiful outlook that we need to really keep in mind and at the forefront because that kind of keeps the innocence for not only kids, but how you raise them. So I say yeah. Bobby Clifford for president. What y'all say, Flame Miss? I say Bobby, Bobby, <laughs> oh, fa- I say Bobby Clifford for president, baby. <laughs> I'd bore them to death. I'd bore them all to death. We need, um, yeah, we, no, need, yeah. we needed a boring one after that last one. That last one was a little too damn exciting. It and was not in a good way. It was just never a dull day. Well, I, don't mean, I, didn't say, I meant ne- oh, and not sorry, in a I good swore. way. <laughs> it was always an eventful day for sure. So, But thank you, Bobby, no, so different. much as always. You're welcome. We appreciate right, you. I know how to X out. So I know how worry. to do it now, so it's okay. Don't even worry about it. Thank you, Bobby Clifford. Bye, everyone. Bye. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Who we bringing on? I need to bring on somebody angry. Okay. I want somebody angry. We want hostility. Well, hello there. Hello. Hi, Allison. Hi. So, Al, let me tell y'all who Allison is. Al Lewis is in Lakeland, Florida, and she's running for city council down there. So, y'all make sure y'all follow her. She has great policies so far. Well, I've been looking. I've been looking at Allison. She comes on and she speaks and she talks. So, y'all make sure y'all follow Allison. Allison, what you thinking about this verdict since you in politics big time? And I'm coming to your city on Wednesday, too. So, what's the climate okay, like? Awesome, awesome, awesome. Let me know. Maybe we can get coffee if you want. <laughs> Nonetheless, but listen, so when you, when coming from a law perspective, I graduated from law school, right? And coming from the perspective of a, a law graduate, but also looking at the reality of what we face, right? Do I believe he will be convicted? I'm in the middle, right? Do I think that the, the the prosecutors really sold the case like they should? No, I do not. Thank you. Mm. Uh, they did not sell the case you. like they should. Now, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and down them as attorneys and say, oh, they were bad. No, they weren't. But could they have defended and, 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 and executed that case from a different perspective? Absolutely, I do. Uh, speaking of the times that we're in, ladies and gentlemen, I won't be surprised at what we get. Hmm. I'm looking, I mean, if he's found guilty, I'm looking for him to give him 10 years. And hmm. me and you and everybody on this live understand that's not enough, right? And I'm also looking uh, for him not to not to be guilty. Because, you know, I just still remember that time when George Zinnerman verdict came out. I was still in college and it literally, I was sitting on my aunt's bed and it stunned me, mm -hmm. right? I couldn't believe it. But after you've gone through this over and over and you understand the justice system, because understand this, ladies and gentlemen, racism is economics, right? Mm -hmm. It's every, all the, the root of, of, of it all is money. You see, they're not killing the Jews, right? Because after the Holocaust, after those 6 million people died, you see, they're no longer killing the Jews because quiet as it kept, the Jews own the banks. We talk about Asians. The police aren't killing the Asians, right? So listen, uh, but they're only killing black people. And the reason why they're killing black folks because they understand the only thing we're going to do is protest, right? Hmm. Well, yeah, uh, Mar baby, March ain't worked since King era. March mm -hmm. is cute, but baby, we got to do something else. Right. We, uh, we have to understand local government, ladies and gentlemen. And I keep on preaching that because your local police force, ladies and gentlemen, the city gives your local police force money to operate. Your city, hear me good. Your city funds the police. The police, the police department gets funding from your city. Lakeland, Florida has over a $600 million budget. Half of that budget goes to the police department. So how can we change that? A lot of you say, well, Allison, what can we do? How can we change it? Get involved in your local government. 
hold these people accountable, run for election. Mm-hmm. And then you could be sitting around the table and say what? No, we're not giving this much money to the local government. We're going to go give this to the youth program. We're going to go give this to the senior programs. We're going to go give this to affordable housing so we can have more affordable housing in our community. More transportation to ensure that our children get to and fro and our elders get to and fro. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, there's a way around this system. We just have to find the way. Jersey but did something like know, that, right? What's uh, New York City just ended qualified immunity, but that doesn't really do much for the monetary part of it. Uh, so, okay. yeah. And then let me just go ahead and see. We have to start paying attention because Ron DeSantis came to Polk County, Lakeland, Polk County, Florida today. And he just signed the HB1 bill, which is the anti-riot anti bill, which it, which it qualifies. If you get out there and protest and you get loud or whatever, that's a third degree felon. So we're fighting that right now. It was just signed today. So, ladies and gentlemen, understand what is going on in your local community. If you have no idea what's going on in your local community, you don't know what's going on at the top. Oh, uh, Allison, that was great. Let me yeah. tell you something. So Allison came on the page the other day. She is running for city council in Lakeland, Florida, and she made a very valid point the other day. She said, when, when you're voting, you have to start from the bottom up. up. Yeah. Not We see we start at the top. Everybody want to vote for the president and vice president. You have to start at the bottom up because you have to vote for those aldermen, city council, uh, 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 treasurers, you know. Different people, districts. Yes, people and, and meet those seats. people. Talk to those people because they're, they're easier to get to than it is a president or vice yeah. president. You can see them all the damn time. Bring Nick back in. Y'all make sure y'all follow Al Lewis Lakeland. And she needs money. Y'all contribute to her. Y'all go to her page. She uh, she got a powerful platform. And I'm telling y'all, we need these young black sisters because the young black sisters is taking over. Mm-hmm. Speaking of young black, well, you know, old black. <laughs> hey, big black. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Lauren, Woo. she is on fire today. But that's on we fire. like that, right? It creates, yeah, good discussion, do, right? We do. Okay. You know what? I don't know that we ever... Here we go. If Flame were solemn and demure, I don't know what would that be like. We wouldn't have had his show. Let me just exactly. say that. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, so one thing I do want to move you know into... What? Oh, go ahead, Nick. Yeah. And Lauren, this is what we're talking about. You, you, Flame, and I had a whole idea. Oh, this is what we're going to discuss on Monday. But the conversation becomes so organic. How do we not just piggyback off of what we just heard from uh, both her and Bobby, right? I mean, the, they're bringing, this is why the conversation I feel like just works. Cause you sit there and you're like, wow, I love just the honesty and the transparency and all that, because you do have to get out there and meet the people who are actually running for these local offices and actually know what's happening in your community or else, or, or else for not, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But on that note, I do want to segue into our next topic, which was, um, there was a recent 60 Minutes interview that was released, uh, I believe, yesterday, and it was around the Oath Keepers. Um, and it was saying that some of these Oath Keepers came out to say that they received some of their insight and training from actual police and military officials. So part of this was... Um, so more than 400 people now have been charged in one of the most complex investigations of the Department of Justice, which was the January 6th insurrection. Um, the FBI is now calling it obviously an act of domestic terrorism. And one of the groups that were involved in this was the Oath Keepers. Um, the Oath Keepers actually get their name because they're in their constitution, if you want to call it that. They're saying that they are defending what was taken from the U.S. Constitution. Um, that's part of their foundation of their entire group. So... I think that's very interesting to say that 
in a lot of ways, a lot of things are coming to light. We see a lot of things. We've talked about the racism and the different things that are happening with police. But to also take it a step further to say that we're really now understanding, because NBC also did an investigation, that police and military uh, people specifically, whether while still on the job, a lot of them are ex-police or ex-military officials, are actually a part of a lot of these white supremacy groups. Um, so I think that's going to be uh, you ex-military are you part of a white supremacist group dear I'm asking for a friend uh, I am not I didn't pass the test which so, which <laughs> test was that was that a written or oral it, 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 it was one where uh, if the lights were out and they could not find me I didn't belong in the room Ooh. there you go so, <laughs> turn off so, the lights no you know and light I think, a candle um, <laughs> I'm going to say this. This is what I believe. I believe that uh, Oath Keepers and nationalist groups are really about nationalism and nativism more than I think they are, I believe, the organization itself. I think that unfortunately so many of these organizations, uh, specifically military, uh, specifically law enforcement, uh, people in those groups, in Oath Keeper tend to be drawn uh, to groups like that because they either look for that uh, type of camaraderie, uh, that type of shared ideology and belief. But part of that report also talked about how original parts of the Oath Keepers, they split. They're like, whoa, this just went in a whole different direction. We weren't talking about storming capitals and all that. We were talking about what we see as defending the Constitution, and you've taken it too far. I think that when you start talking about an us versus them and turning weapons on uh, other members of the citizenry, you've got a problem. You've got a problem. And it was interesting to see the men, women, and men, women of color uh, in this Oath Keepers group. And I'm like, wow, how did that kind of happen? Well, I'll say two things. One, to your first uh, statement of it's based in nativism. That is so baffling to me because white people really think that they are natives of this country. And they're not. Yes. They are not. Yes. But so yes. that that idea, <laughs> it's it's really laughable for me because when we have people trying to immigrate to this country and we have these white politicians, I I saw um, the governor of I think it was South Dakota made a comment that she basically told the, uh, the Biden administration, "I'm not allowing immigrants to come to my state." So sucks to suck is basically what she said you know she said basically come back and talk to me when you become american citizens and maybe i'll let you come into my state so it's baffling to me to see that these uh political officials and you know oath keepers and white militia groups have all of these oh we were born here and jews will not replace y'all weren't born here you guys as ancestry immigrated to this country and stole land from others and that's how y'all got here. And I just think that this is why we talk about history needs to be written properly because this is not your land. This never land was. is your land. Raped, this pillaged. land is I mean, my land. The, it, 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 goes down the, <laughs> it goes down the list, right, Lauren? But I think this is also part of the greatest uh, bamboozlement, right? Because we talk about minorities. Imagine a world where everyone who was not white, whatever that means, decided that they were going to unite and say, you know what? Maybe I'm tired of being treated like a second-class citizen. No, this time I really mean it. So what I'm not going to do is allow you to redline where I can live, pre-structure how I can vote. No, I'm taking it back. Can you imagine a world where those who are literally the minority, because there are fewer white faces, 
uh, whatever it means to be, you know, pure white, whatever, whatever that means. If those who were even a shred of a group tied to a minority were to step back, step up and just say, we're not doing this anymore. It stops now. I can only imagine the amount of um, uh, uncomfortable truths so many people would have to live with. Well, I've been saying that, that we when they killed Adam Toledo, that's what I said. Now, now you see that it's spilling over. We need to band together. All minorities should band together. That's one. Two, there's no such thing as pure shit anymore. Nothing is pure. As much, Let me let me take y'all on a history lesson for some of y'all who don't know. Y'all ain't gonna like it either. I don't give a two fucks. For all the ones who think that they're superior over our race or superior woo -woo -woo when we were slaves, if you hated us, you thought we had diseases, your husband didn't because he wouldn't stay as nasty ass out the slave quarters to get some of that black girl magic. And the white women would not stop carrying on with the slaves because the husband didn't want her. So she had to go get the slave. The sad part was when she ended up and got pregnant because the slaves pullout game wasn't that good or she got caught up. They would cut the slave's penis off and skin him alive because she would say that he molested her. She molested him. Not all white folks, but a whole bunch of them did do that. There is no such thing as a pure race. Everybody is mixed. Even Columbus came over here passing out syphilis, messing up everybody. Well, he did. He was screwing all of them indigenous people, giving them syphilis. It's a it, baby. Google it. It's on Google. It's on Giggle, Google, iHeart, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, all that. <laughs> but there is no pure race. So what we keep looking for, that you will never get all that I want would be 100% Aryan. There is, if you go back through the bloodlines, there is no 100% nothing. Not even black folks. We right. ain't even 100%. Right. Because it, they're all up in our DNA. We are all mixed up in with each other. And as soon as we understand that all these mixtures, we all got a blood type, but all our blood is red. We all got a different blood type, uh, but all we our just, blood is right. We just got a breaking news. We just got a breaking news. Yeah. Where jurors have been sent to go deliberate. So good. This is. Um, they should be back before we get right off, now. and we'll be off in about fifteen minutes. They should be back with the answer in about fifteen you know minutes. What? Shit, <laughs> it was a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> shit, guilty. Period. Lauren, I do want to make sure that we hit that last topic before. Oh, about uh, Kim Potter. We, yeah, because yeah. I do think <clears throat> she lives in a gated community now since so she killed that young man. I think that's the craziest thing ever. And mm. honestly, I watched a new story because even her neighbors have an issue with it. The police force thought that she was in danger. They literally built a fortress for this woman after she murdered Dante Wright. So she has a fortress built in front of her house with our with uh, 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 the Minnesota taxpayer dollars. So that way she can feel safe and protected. And even some of her neighbors who look just like her said that they don't think that this is a good idea and what kind of message is just sending to everybody else. So she has protection um, and y'all can't protect the people that you were sworn to serve. I'm, I'm very confused. So, and specifically guys, for those who don't know, we are definitely talking about Miss Porter, the home of the Brooklyn uh, center, former Brooklyn center officer. Her house is uh, surrounded right now who was charged with manslaughter and the shooting death of Dante Wright is being protected by wire fences and multiple, multiple uniformed <laughs> police officers at the taxpayers uh, expense. expense. That's so, let, me, let me tell you yeah, what's fucked so. up about paying taxes in America. We pay for people to do bad shit to us. We were just talking about the military and the oath, the oath thing. They all We pay for them to be in the military, for them to come out to become racist-ass police officers and part of all these white supremacist race groups that will hate and kill and, and hurt black people. We pay to get them trained. We pay to get them... Because if you look at January the 6th, so many ex-military were involved in that because they had Not the tactical military. training. 
police officers and, not, and yeah. fire and, department yeah. and, not, and the fire department and, too. And, and Lauren, not just X. Some of them were still, unfortunately. And we were paying for that. We are duty. paying because I work. Yeah. So we yeah, pay yeah. for that. We all work. Everybody who right. on here who works, you're paying tax dollars. We're paying them to fuck us up. I'm, I, I hate to say it so blunt, but that's the truth. So we're paying for this. This woman killed this boy. Because when as many times as she hollered, taser, 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 the gun was this far away from her. My blind ass can't see right here. But I would have saw that neon yellow on that gun while I'm hollering taser, taser, taser to realize, bitch, you ain't got a taser. That's your nine. She still shot this one boy one time and killed this boy. Just just in the interest of uh, letting people know, one of the reasons Miss Potter um, is the getting killer. the protection. Killer Potter. You keep calling her Miss. Killer because Potter. There have been threats against her life. Good. Um, and, and everyone who was born in the United States has the right of presumption of innocence until proven guilty. So it is in everyone's interest to see justice served. This is the idea. And what you don't want is vigilante justice. Because in the same uh, story we read today also, the officer who testified on behalf of Derek Chauvin um, has had a couple of pig's heads thrown on his doorstep. Um, oh, and, uh, okay. So yeah. it's interesting. So how does it feel to be harassed and targeted now? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not nice, is it's it? A great question. Hmm. That's very not, interesting. Not good at all. It's very, not very, good very at all. interesting. Well, hit, hit with Potter, with the murderer Potter, Killer Potter. That's what we're going to call the bitch, Killer Potter. 26 years on the force. How many other mistakes have you made that we don't know about that ended in somebody's life or demise? 26 before, years. Before or after becoming a training officer. Right, because she <laughs> because was I'm training. Thinking, a, you, a killer was training another killer. So... Did they have uh, to bring him out and and how, what do they do when they when they put you in those things and they were trying to make you forget everything you learned and restart you over reprogram him? Oh, okay. Did they have to reprogram him because he was trained as a killer? He watched the killing in real time, just like us, but he was actually there. So did they have to reprogram him? Because right now she trained the killer. A killer trained the killer. If if he p- was paying attention to her, this fucked up. I'm telling you something right now. I don't think that she deserves offense, and I think they shouldn't even have no long trial for her. It don't need to be long and drawn out. That's more taxpayer dollars. I'm tired of paying taxes. Trump only paid fifteen hundred. Shit, that's how much I want to pay. Seven fifty. I'm sorry, seven fifty. Shit, yes, you doubled it. That's oh, even but, less. But if 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 Miss James has her way, he'll end up paying a little bit more than that because she is not stopping. Oh, I'm waiting. She's playing for that. the slow game. That's a whole another. She's situation. playing the long game. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I just. I think that, you know, Allison coming on here and, you know, just kind of breaking everything down. I think that it's great. I think that we are going to have to have more of us and local. And by us, I mean actual like people for the people um, in these elections, because especially at the local level, because that's the only way it seems like things are going to start changing. I mean, at least in California, our new attorney general, because we got rid of Jackie Lacey. Thank God I did not vote for her either. Our new attorney general is starting to do a lot of good. He's reopening cases. You know, he's firing different cops that have done wrong. So I think that's probably a good start for us, how we progress from that. I don't know yet. I think that some more strategy needs to be involved, but definitely at least starting at the local level is the only way we're going to see to some type of reform or change because I think pretty much in every city across the country, if I'm not mistaken, the police department gets the most of the city budget. 
anywhere. I don't really know of any city that the police department is not at the head of getting the most dollars. And yeah. it's not necessary. The fact that the police officers get more money than the, the firemen is also baffling to me. I don't understand that either. I, I think... I, I think less about that to me. I think, Lauren, I, I think the real change needs to be in the demilitarizing of local police agencies, right? I do think that there's something about uh, the message it sends when they show up in full tactical riot gear to maybe a peaceful demonstration of, you know, older women walking arm in arm for, you know, the death of someone in their community. I don't know that that's the proper response that uh, it sends, it sends a, um, a message to me that I feel like you're not part of the community that you're here to like somehow, you know, keep control over those who may well, sure, We've been saying that know? the whole time. And then look yeah. at that. You just brought up a very valid point, right? They came in full riot gear last week in Minnesota when they were outside the police department. But January the 6th, they were told not to even come out and do anything. When, meanwhile, we lost six people. Or they but, stood off for 78 minutes and yeah, waited. Baby, let me tell you something. Y'all better pay attention. What Allison said is what we've been saying the entire fucking time. The entire time we have been saying, you got to get these young people who look like you and think like you just because they're your skin color don't mean they're going to have your best interests at heart but you got to get them while they're young and in college before they get blemishes on their records so we can get them in politics like she said we got to start from the bottom up we keep voting mm -hmm. for president vice president secretary of state vote locally to put people in positions that think like you that have your same and that care about the american people that care about their neighbors and their neighbor ain't got to be the same color but you care about your neighbor that way it'll go higher up as they go higher up and you'll know the person that who's going into that position now money changes shit so you know you might start off as a good democrat young and then they say well, i'm gonna give you a million dollars if you switch over you know kind of like a lot of y'all doing for that vaccine we ain't gonna talk about that this week uh <laughs> Well, I think, but I think that's a good point, even of what we're yeah. saying, too, because I don't know, also, too, of what Eric Nelson said today in his argument was that, you know, well, police officers are put in these communities, so they have to automatically protect themselves. And it's like, that's not, that's not how that works. And obviously, if you don't know proper tactics of how to de-escalate a situation, that's mm -hmm. not the neighborhood for mm -hmm. you. That's not where you should be going yeah. into. Because, and I, I heard that and I was just like, and that's part of the problem too, is because you have these white officers going into these urban neighborhoods where they're automatically on high alert and, and there's all these crimes and cowards. the crime rate is high and they turn into cowards and they just start shooting and saying, well, I'm in this really bad neighborhood. I got to be able to protect myself. That's also part of the perpetual problem. And so. I have said all weekend, Lauren, thank you for bringing that up yep. all weekend. It does not take courage to pull a gun. It takes courage not to pull that trigger. Because you know how to handle the situation because you've been trained for it. You have the mental capacity. That guy, the, 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 the lieutenant last week, he should teach a class. Because when I tell you, he handled that situation so well, but the guy still tased him, need him. Even when we're doing right, even when we're following protocol, everything that we were taught in the black household, keep your head low, don't move, keep your hands still, don't make no sense. Even when you're doing always the right thing, you could get a shithead officer who wants to prove whatever point he wants to prove to himself. It, it is jacked up, Nicholas. It is so crazy. And back again, stop putting uh, little crazy Billy in the hood. Because little crazy Billy didn't grow up in the hood. He already terrorized the mama, putting the cat's tail on fire, the nigga didn't set the house on fire. But Uncle Johnny get this job as a police officer. Y'all get him a badge and a gun and a license to kill 
us because y'all didn't already told mm. him we don't like these kind of people. They're not for us. So he already got that ingrained in his head already with the other crazy shit and the 15 people in his head talking to him. Look, Baron Trump special. So, woo! No, I just think I think every, <laughs> and you release them yeah. on us. I don't like that yeah. because it, we still lose. We y'all knew this nigga was crazy. The mother, look at look at Indianapolis. The mother knew that little nineteen year old boy was crazy and told the police. And they reported him. They came and took the both the guns. He went about two more guns and now eight people did. See y'all y'all know when y'all kids fucked up, especially during the pandemic because you stuck at home with them all the time. So now all those letters that was coming from the school, little Billy is a handful. My baby is perfect. Now you want to write the letter back to the teacher and say. Yeah, he is a little fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woo! Oh my god! I had a good time. Look at Lori I Hope. Did too. We got arms now. We giving you. Listen, we giving you arms. It's a little warm in California today. It I wasn't. Very I was not warm. trying to. And we in this garage also. A little and warm we can't turn the fan on. So, bitch, we. Tri- I'm tri- no, Triple doesn't let us turn on the fan because she says it affects the audio. So we just I, have to sweat. I got sometimes. sweat. I got sweat on both <laughs> sides of my boobs. Let me just say that the high ones and the low ones. <laughs> So this weekend, for anyone who has not, because it has been a heavy week, and I told you I connected with some friends this weekend. Uh, I had I was with a in an outdoor theater. Mm -hmm. Twenty of us watching laugh Mm -hmm. and learn, watching laugh and learn, Uh, and then we watched. uh, They ready, and uh, they're like, "You don't know Flame." I'm like, "I know Flame." You really know Flame? So I had to prove to people that I knew. Flame was effing hilarious. So you are effing hilarious, mm. Flame Monroe. I better and, be uh, Friday with people, Tiffany Haddish because I'm back on They Ready Tour this Friday, ladies and gentlemen, and then Sunday so that, and Monday. I said all that's a exciting. That, yeah, that's I'm ready to get back and, on um, stage with my yeah. fat ass. And I'm excited. I um, I just want to tell everybody, thank you for joining us for Laugh and Learn. I'm telling you, we always say we pride ourselves on having the smartest listeners on the internet because the information that you give us and that we give y'all back, we you came by that. And it's authentic. It's real. And we want y'all to come always real. We are almost in the middle of, what are we, this show 23? Yeah, 23. We got 52. We almost at the halfway point. Shoot, yep. And I, look, I thought they was going to fire me about three weeks ago. <laughs> 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 but, niggas, where can we find you, my darling? You can always find me in your heart. Oh, that's a, that's, uh, not, that's no. gay. That's gay. <laughs> Flames, like, get up out of my heart. Listen, you can find me at Nick Smith News on all social media platforms at Nick Smith News. And you can find me on YouTube at, at Lauren Hogan. She's over here blaming me, y'all. I just, <laughs> I'm Lauren Hogan on YouTube and also Lauren Armani H on Instagram that you can find me there. And where can everybody find you, Flame? Right here in my garage. We're about to go eat these oxtails. No, you can find me on Flame Monroe on YouTube. Marcus Flame Monroe Parker on Facebook. Flame underscore Monroe on Instagram. I mean, on uh on Twitter and Monroe Flame on Instagram. You can also catch me weeknights at 6.30 p.m. That's Pacific Standard Time for Love Lounge, which is the my favorite thing to do. And we do coffee time daily, but what, you, what we want you to know is that we want you guys to be safe. I don't know the verdict. None of us does, but it, it is a very scary time in America. It is a yeah. very scary time for everyone. Not This is not just black and white. This is all Americans involved because if it goes down, if you look like one of them and they're rioting, they will hurt you. If you look like one of us and they're rioting, they will hurt you. Sometimes we don't look like our names. Sometimes we're just dark hue, but we're not black. Some Look at the guy last week, the lieutenant last week. He was Latino. He just had dark hue. Sometimes you're very light and you're not white, but if you walk into a 
a riot like they did Rodney King, they pulled the guy out the truck, mm-hmm. then you're just attacked. I'm telling yeah. you guys, please be cautious. Be careful and be smart. That's all I can tell you. Be cautious, be careful, and be smart. And in the words of T.T. Jan, keep your head on a swivel so you can see everything that's going on around you. Stay off your phones. Every day there's a mass shooting. Every single day it seems to be a mass shooting. Stay off your phones. Pay attention to what's going on around you because they're not coming in with long trench coats on the mow. They so bold now, they walking out the parking lot with a gun in hand and blowing up the grocery stores. Please pay attention. Get your ass to a freezer. If you're in a grocery store in a supermarket, go to the freezer and hide in the freezer. I'm telling you, you want to just come out of it safe. Baby, you could be cold for 10 minutes as opposed to being cold forever. Shit. I know that sounded brutal, but it was the truth. No, seriously. On, I mean, I think that's the best way to close it out is please just stay safe this week. I have to travel. Flame has to travel. We're going to be as safe as possible since we're not going to be at home. Um, go to the grocery store, stock up on food, stock up on water, and we'll just have to wait and see when what you, happens. When are you coming back to work, dear? I'm just wondering. I'm asking for a friend. You're not talking to me, right? <laughs> I'm talking to that. Oh, okay. I was that, like, that, what? That nigga right there. <laughs> I'll be back next Monday. Shoot. <laughs> Oh me! Yeah. <laughs> okay, Marky Mark hey. said that the medical examiner just ruled cause of death for capital of official killed January sixth as a stroke and natural causes. See, all of that's bullshit. If he had a stroke, they gave it to him. It wasn't cause the bills came. That's y'all get ready now. If that man just lit, brace yourselves for this decision is what I'm going to tell y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Laugh and Learn. And what my what do my partner's message, what is my partner's message every week that we close with? <laughs> we are not trying to get anybody to change their mind. We're simply trying to get you to use your mind. And in order to do that, you need some of these oxtails and you have to have a mind because we and Kendall about to go eat oxtails. I don't know what y'all about to do, but we're going to eat oxtails. Join me tonight for Love Lounge, 6.30 p.m. Thank you guys. Please like, subscribe, and share. We are on Apple, iHeart, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And you, uh, Black Effect Network is now getting a YouTube channel. So yay for Black Effect Network. You know they black. It take them a minute, y'all. Okay, but we appreciate you guys so much. And we love you. And the check's clear. Thank you so much. Laugh and learn. We will see you next week. Peace. Bye, Nick. <laughs> Bye, Flame Nick. Bye-bye. <laughs> Laugh and Learn is a production of the Black Effect Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. The show is produced by Tribble. Our theme music is by Chrissy Payne. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. 
Right Rug Flooring. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.